Welcome to the Mind Your Thoughts podcast. I'm your host, Andalib. I'm the creator of my mindset coaching business called Positive Minded Kids, and I'm here to deliver you your weekly dose of mindset tips and strategies, along with time management hacks, productivity tips, and inspirational stories that can help you create your dream life. I believe that when you actively work on your mindset and you become more aware of your thoughts, you can set yourself up for success. Thank you for pushing play, and let's dive right in to today's episode. Hello, welcome back to the Mind Your Thoughts podcast. Thank you so much again for pressing play. I'm so happy that you are listening to this episode today because what we're going to talk about today is what to do when you're feeling blue. And this is a question that I get a lot from women and just about emotions, right? When we're feeling low and negative and down and we're not feeling so positive and upbeat all the time, what do we do? So I have some tips that I wanted to share with you guys today in regards to what to do when you're feeling blue. So let's go ahead and just dive right in. The first tip that I absolutely have for you today is to accept and have compassion for yourself when you're feeling this way. It is so amazing how many women just beat themselves up feeling this way because especially if you're on this like personal development journey or this personal growth journey, maybe you feel like, okay, you're doing all the things that you're supposed to be doing, but you're not feeling positive all the time or you're not waking up every morning feeling like you think you should be feeling. But I'm just telling you guys right now that we are all human beings and it's absolutely normal for us to feel all sorts of emotions. And if we don't feel all sorts of emotions, then that's when things aren't normal. And a lot of the times it's because women are repressing it and holding on to it and it later is going to backfire into your life and show up in ways and places that is ultimately going to be even worse than if you were to just have dealt with the emotions beforehand. So the first step um, for you to do or a tip for you to do is to really accept it and have compassion for yourself when you're not feeling okay or when you're not feeling good, when you're feeling blue, when you're feeling sad, when you're feeling angry, whatever any kind of like of those quote unquote low level emotions are, you really just have to accept it and don't judge yourself. Being aware makes you ahead of the game already. So this is where like daily check-ins will really benefit you. And the more that you check in with yourself and understand yourself and your feelings, then the more aware you become, the more aware you become, the better that you can handle these moments. And you'll be better equipped with what to do so that it doesn't spiral out into your life and, you know, really like manifest itself in other parts of your life. Okay, so I've talked about toxic positivity before, but I'm going to bring it up again because it's so important. And again, so many women don't really 
understand this notion because you know you think that you're working on your mindset you're working on your growth that you have to feel good all the time and that's just pretty much just not realistic realistic so understand that this whole notion of toxic positivity does exist don't fall victim to it don't feel like you have to be upbeat and joyful and happy all the time it's okay to feel crappy it's okay to be sad it's okay to be angry and it's even okay to feel like jealous and envious sometimes as well but what you want to do is you want to really dive into those emotions and figure out why are you feeling that way so if you use these types of emotions as like a way to be introspective with yourself then it can really, really benefit you. And it allows you to turn inward and it allows you to learn more about yourself. And it allows you to really kind of handle that part of you so that you are, again, better equipped with dealing with those emotions and not allowing those emotions to hold you back long term, all right? So the difference between those that work on their mindset and those that don't work on their mindset is when they're feeling blue, they're feeling upset, they're feeling angry, is that they stay in that negative state for a long time. And I use the word state synonymous with the words like emotions and feelings, okay? So when you are in a certain state, that means like you're feeling a certain way. So those people that don't really work on their mindset, that don't do the inner work, they're going to stay in that negative state for a longer period of time than as opposed to if you did work on your mindset. And that's when like the bigger problems erupt. When you stay in those negative states for a while, it often can lead to a lot of problems in your life. It can lead to a lot of overwhelm, a lot of stress, and even anxiety and even depression, where you would then have to turn to like a medical professional to seek help with. So the whole point of doing mindset work, working on your inner self, is to really prevent these things from happening, okay? And it all starts with awareness. When you become aware of how you're feeling, it helps you learn what to do about it and it allows you to control more of how you respond rather than reacting, all right? So self-awareness is always the first step to any kind of change, whether that's changing your emotional state, changing your outer world, whatever it may be, becoming self-aware is absolutely always the first step. So you become more self-aware with how you're feeling um, is just by simply doing check-ins with yourself on a regular basis, asking yourself, how do I feel? Slowing down, being more mindful, journaling, utilizing all the mindset tools that are out there and that really can help and become very beneficial for you to get to know yourself more and to become more self-aware with everything. The next step Um, in what to do when you're feeling blue is to allow yourself to process your emotions, okay? So even if they're not what you want them to be at the moment, 
you have to allow yourself to process your emotions. So of course, hopefully you did the first step where you're accepting that you have that emotion and you're having compassion for yourself. You need to allow yourself to process that. Now, what does that mean? Maybe that's what you're asking yourself. That means not busying yourself with other things so you don't have to sit with the discomfort that you're feeling. So oftentimes people, what they will do is if they're feeling really upset and something's bothering them, they just distract themselves. They clean. They busy themselves with work. They busy themselves with shopping. You know, they fill that void that they're feeling with other things, maybe with food, you know, maybe with substances, whatever it may be, they fill that void with things other than processing the emotion, okay? So that's why it's very important for you to allow yourself to process with it, to process the emotions, even if it means you sitting with it and being uncomfortable, dealing with it, journaling about it, really allowing yourself to turn inward and asking yourself what's triggering you to feel that way. Um, Not judging yourself, right? Not forcing yourself to do the things that you would normally do easy. Giving yourself the space, the time, and the energy to heal. And that also means asking for help when you need it. Asking your, um, asking your spouse for help with the kids, asking your mom, asking your mother-in-law, asking whomever it may be. Because again, you want to allow yourself to process these emotions. So when you're busying yourself with your kids or you're busying yourself with the day-to-day uh, activities that you have to do, then it's very easy for you to kind of take your anger out on someone else or to snap at someone else because you have all this unprocessed emotions that are sitting inside of you that are going to come out in a way that would ultimately be worse than if you were to just take a day or take an hour or take a few hours to just process those emotions And then you can come back and resume your day-to-day activities that you need to do. Go back to your kids, go back to the house and the cooking, your job, whatever it may be, okay? And this also might mean taking a day off of work if you feel like you need it. Oh my goodness, like how many times do I feel like I am on the verge of burning out. And it's so funny how usually the way that it works out with me is that I won't end up taking a personal day or I'll call in sick or a mental health day until I've reached that point where I just, I've had enough sort of thing. It's just like everything is going wrong. And that is where I know that I need to take a day off. And guess what? That's what I've started to do. Last year, I used to feel so guilty whenever I would take a day off. And this year, I've gotten so much better with it because I know that I'm such a better person when I allow myself um, to take a day off when I need it. Rather, Rather than just powering through it, you know, staying with that negative energy within me and feeling that negative emotions 
just because I feel like that's what I have to do or distracting myself with work. So taking a day off for me is allowing myself to process my emotions when I have too much going on or I'm feeling frustrated, overwhelmed, aggravated with things that have to do with work. Okay, that's just like kind of an example that I wanted to give to you guys. All right, so that's the second tip is to allow yourself to process your emotions, even if it's uncomfortable, even if it means asking people to help you, you have to allow yourself that space, that time to process it. Okay, and then the last tip that I'm going to cover today uh, to do when you're feeling blue is to have a system in place beforehand as a way to help you when you experience these days. Okay, so a very huge example that I preach about all the time that works so well with this is a gratitude practice. All right, a gratitude practice works so well uh, when you are feeling low. And allow me to explain myself because a lot of people also have like this misconception about gratitude when they're feeling down. Okay, so just give me a moment and I'll explain this further. But what does a gratitude practice do? It helps your mind automatically look for the good when bad things happen. Or when you're feeling crappy, right? Because you've primed your brain to do this. Hopefully, this has been a practice of yours for as long as it's been. And now your mind is used to just turning to gratitude even when you're feeling down, okay? So leaning into gratitude even when you're feeling blue and doing it in a way of appreciation rather than positivity. So there's a difference, right? It's not like you're invalidating your feelings when you're leaning into gratitude. Like it simply could be the difference of, wow, man, this sucks. Like this happened and I feel like crap, but I It could have happened this way, and I can't believe it actually happened this way rather than happening this way, all right? And an example of a personal story that I like to share that reflects this is a year ago, actually exactly this time a year ago, my father suffered a heart attack, and I live in New Jersey, and my parents live in Michigan, And it was very, very heartbreaking at the fact that I wasn't there. I was working as a teacher. I had my kids. It was really hard for me to just pick up and leave. But the time that it happened, it was right before our President's Day break. And I was having a break coming up with school. So even though I felt so horrible. And yes, I was crying and I felt sad and it was okay, of course, that I was feeling sad. And I wasn't like, oh my God, like positivity, positivity. Like, no, that's not what I was doing. But what I was able to appreciate at the time was the fact that it did happen that week rather than a different time frame because it allowed me to still be able 
to uh, book a flight and fly out there a week after he had like his surgery. So I was really grateful about that, um, even though I was still very sad and I was still FaceTiming my family all the time. And not to mention that that happened in February of 2020. Now, we all know what happened in March of 2020. If you don't know, and you're listening to this in the future, that was COVID of 2020, right? And COVID shut down everything for months. So my dad's operation, my dad's like hospital stay, my dad's heart attack all happened right before COVID. So I was allowed, I was able to see my family. I was able to you know, he was able to get the treatment that he needed to right before COVID happened. And again, all this stuff, like I was at, you know, I was at the time able to appreciate, even though it was really sad. And I really, really credit my gratitude practice to being able to appreciate it at the time. Because if it wasn't for my gratitude practice, and if it was like the old me, I probably would have broken down and I it would have affected me so much worse than it actually did, okay? So part of the system um, includes coming up with a list of things that also help you feel good. So when you are thinking about a system, a preventative system to help you when you are not feeling good or you're feeling blue. Another tip I would like to suggest to you is to come up with a system other than like a gratitude practice. Think about the things that bring you joy, like exercise, right? Meditation, taking a hot shower or a bath, baking, if that's something that you enjoy doing, or any kind of self-care practice. So make sure that you have this system set up ahead of time so you have something to refer to on those rainy days, okay? And I want to end with this last tip is to really like when you're feeling blue is to try to move your body because exercise is scientifically proven to help release endorphins and these are like the happy chemicals that go on in your mind even if it's just going for a walk, even if it's just getting some fresh air, that really, really helps you. Um, It helps you process your emotions and it'll help you bounce back quicker than if you were not to like move your body and you were feeling blue. Okay. So these are my tips for today. And I just wanted to recap real quick what to do when you're feeling blue. So the first thing is to accept and have compassion for yourself and becoming really aware of your feelings ahead of time. The second tip is to allow yourself to process your emotions, even if it's uncomfortable, even if it doesn't feel good in the moment. The next tip is to have a system in place beforehand so that when you do experience these days, you have something to refer to so that like you can bounce back quicker, such as a gratitude practice, exercise, a self-care routine, and so on. So I really hope that you found these tips helpful today. Please take a picture and screenshot you listening to this episode. Tag me in your Instagram stories. 
I hang out the most on Instagram. My Instagram handle is at Positive Minded Kid. I would love to say hello. And if you wanted to learn more about your personal growth, personal development, and mindset, please check out the links that I have in the show notes. And until next week, my friends, I will talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for pressing play. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. For more ways to learn about how to work on and improve your mindset, head over to the show notes where I've left some helpful links for you to check out to take your learning to the next step.